Today on the Bears Nation preseason voyage, Jaquan Brisker is a beast, right? Brisker looked like a freight train guy. He is a physical specimen. Oh, boom. He's there to lay the wood. That's what the guy does, and he has no problem doing it. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Jaquan Brisker. Brisker, Brisker, Brisker. Now meet the man who helps keep him in shape, Dwayne Brown from Two Tenth Sports, plus future Hall of Fame defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Oh, this is Aaron Donald time now. And there's Donald. Ball comes out in Bernard and It's time for the Bears Nation podcast. Podcast. Powered by Howard by Howard by Bets. Bets. Bets stamp. Here's Kevin Lapka. Yes! The Bears Nation podcast, training camp style. All right, welcome everybody to Bears Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Lapka, and I have what we think today is going to be a very, very, very cool episode for you guys. Joining me today live on YouTube and Twitch is speed and agility trainer for Jaquan Brisker, Aaron Donald, and a bunch of other NFL athletes. His name is Dwayne Two Tenths Brown. He is at Two Tenths on Twitter. That is 210THS. Twitter and Instagram. We'll drop the username in the description of the video and podcast below. But Dwayne, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. What's going on? How you doing? Good to be here. Doing well, man. Doing well. We're really excited. Uh, it's funny. So we actually kind of got in contact with Dwayne because he tagged us. He tagged our podcast page in a video of Jaquan Brisker doing a workout. And I watched right. it, right? And I was like, I was like, damn, I like this because as an athlete myself, I'm watching it, right? And, you know, all I see in the video is Jaquan Brisker, Aaron Donald, some other dudes, and a couple of cones. And I'm like, this is my language. No $1,000 equipment, no computers, no technology, just a couple of athletes and some cones. But just so the people know a little bit about you, who you are and what you do, just tell us some of the other athletes you work with, what you do with them, just kind of your, your mantra as a speed trainer. Yeah, uh, so I've been doing this since 2005. And a lot of the guys that are in the NFL or you see in college on Saturday, high school too, they're like homegrown guys from Western Pennsylvania. So you got guys like Aaron Donald, Jaquan Brisker, DeMar Hamlin, Miles Sanders, Kenny Robinson, Kurt Hines. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, uh, Ronnie Thomas at the Colts. Um, there's a couple other guys I'm missing. So, you know, and then I get guys that also train with me, like Najee Harris, Mika Fitzpatrick. Um, I've had mm-hmm. guys that's been in the league and retired, Will Clark, John Wetzel, uh, Trey Hester's in the league. I got a D3 guy now, Scott. He's at the Dolphins right now. Um, I've had guys come in collegiate and pro, like uh, Justin Matabuka at the Ravens. Um, uh uh, what's his name? Um, Isaiah Foskey at Notre Dame. Um, mm-hmm. Various guys come in from time to time to train with me. And that that's due to everybody see how Aaron trains. And they see, like, a lot of his videos go viral. So everybody wants to come in and try it. And then when they do it, they're like, wow, we didn't know it was like this. So... So that's kind of so. Would you say that's kind of what made you like a little viral? There is doing those workouts with Aaron because I've seen some of them and they're crazy. Was that you behind the scenes doing those workouts that I've seen all over the internet? Right. So a lot of the footwork drills are, you know, Mm -hmm. he's been with me since tenth, eleventh grade. So and my stuff is kind of abstract, not traditional, where I'm doing a lot of linear lateral lateral explosion stuff all at once. So quote unquote. Some trainers, they say, 
well, what is this? This ain't traditional. It doesn't work. But it got to work because he's a three-time defensive MVP. And then a lot of guys, you know, for instance, a Joey Porter Jr., a Nakai Greenhill. These are guys that's playing in the Big Ten. I got just kids that in the SEC, Tyrese Fairby. You know, kids keep coming out. And then another group of guy, guys like Sky Moore, Jaquan Brisker, and Rodney Thomas come out of two tenths and get drafted. So it got to work. Oh, yeah. It got to work. And let, let, let's start with Jaquan Brisker. You know, this is a Bears podcast, so we got to start with right. Jaquan Brisker. Let me talk a little bit about him. And we'll get to Aaron Dye. We'll get to, to some other stuff. But I know the listeners are yeah. like, let's talk a little Bears. Yeah. So let's talk Jaquan Brisker, right? So, um, you know, a.k.a. Kwani B. So how, how long have you been training him? So Kwani was coming around. I, like, I started hearing about him, like, in ninth grade. But he doubt he started coming around like that tenth and eleventh grade year, and he okay. went to Gateway High School. So that's where, you know, they they put a they traditionally that's where Terry Smith started coaching at before he went to Penn State, and they had a lot of you know guys like Justin King, Morty Morty Ivy, played in the pros, and they got a long lineage of guys that went to college and had success and play and make it to the league, and then he dialed in. Uh, he really dialed in because of his cousin, Mark Pinnox. You know, he's he, he's a real advocate of it. He's like his, his cousin and his mentor. He was like, you know, Jaquan, you really got to get with D. Brown. They call me D. Brown, too. Mm-hmm. And then he started coming that year real heavy, nonstop, going into his JUCO year. Actually, I was down the facility. I was done training at 9, and he had to work. And he would come, come in you know, like from that nine to 10 o'clock, just me and him. And then when he went to Juco Lackawanna, he ended up getting all those big time offers, being an All-American, and then he seen it worked. And, you know, it really improved his footwork and his explosiveness and that. He seen the difference in his play. And then um, he always would come back home on his breaks, you know, from Penn State. And then here we have it, you know, second round draft pick. And now, what he's doing now, it doesn't surprise me because Quan now can focus on football. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, he went to school, he got his degree, but he could focus on football. So what he did, even in the first preseason game, he already knew, you know, pretty much he was going to do it. And most people that pretty much around Jaquan, you know what I mean, training him or, you know, like his cousin Mark in his life, like you haven't even seen nothing yet by him. Because of his drive, his 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 mental capacity to work and to be the best, it's on that level. It's and he and he competes with Aaron. You know, like Aaron's the, the the plateau, so he's trying to reach get to that level where Aaron's at. You know what I mean? So he's focused. So you, so you'd put their work ethic on kind of the same level, those two, like they, like when they're training, cause you showed me, you, you tagged us in a video where they're working together. So, you know, obviously right. it, it can be daunting for a guy like him, right. Where you're, you're working out next to arguably the greatest defensive player of all time, but is he right. you know, going at him, like challenging him, you know, trying to push him just the same way Aaron Donald's pushing him. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they all, I mean, even when, it, with like, even when skies, they're training, any of them, DeMar mm-hmm. Hamlin, uh, Miles, they all push each other. It's just that Aaron's capacity, his workload is like different. So when guys come in, he's coming in at 200%. 
they coming at 100. So they drop down by the middle or towards the end of the workout to 40 for 50, where he's at 120. You get what I'm saying? So his yeah. workload is a lot different. And the mere fact that his his footwork is just as good as skill gas. You know what I mean? So you yeah. got to remember, and not to talk about Aaron, but when he came out, he ran a 4.6. He was at 280. He's at 265 right now playing D tackle. So he's actually probably running a 4.5, 4.4. You know what I mean? At mm -hmm. this weight size. So, yeah. But, no, but Jaquan, Jaquan, his – his drive and his willingness, he wants to get better. You know what I mean? He hasn't even hit his ceiling yet. That's what's, you know what I mean? He's not even reached his ceiling. So y'all just seen yeah, him again. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a rookie in the league too, you know? So right. let, let's talk about, you know, that ceiling and how he gets there, right? So what are you, because what are you working on with him this past offseason? What was the number one thing? You know, you're looking at his game, right? He's entering the league as a strong safety now. Um, you know, his game in college is what it was, but now you're entering into a defense that's very fast. It's very explosive. That's right. what Matt Eberflus wants. So what was your approach to him and approach to the training regimens this offseason? Say, hey, we need to get you right for this system, for this defense. Did you have a certain approach with him uh, when he right. came to work with you this offseason? So, so if you look at Jaquan's stature, he got to hide this position. He walks upright. So the main thing with, for me with him was, if you notice in some of the drills, I'm doing a lot of him opening up hips, staying low. Because with him mm -hmm. having to guard different guys in the slot, as he, especially as he ages, he's going to have to stay low in that position, you know, to keep up with these guys that can get in and right. breaks and these bigger tight ends. So if you look at a lot of drills I'm doing, I'm making him do everything backwards, all the footwork, so that way he's able to stay in that pocket, say, like, if he has to watch a Tyree Hill, you know what I mean? A smaller guy like that in the slot, and where he's able to open up that quick twitch, because a lot of the drills I'm doing with him is in that five-yard, because that's where the game's played, within five yards. So if he's able to stay mm -hmm. with these guys within that, within that space, and he's able to run already, he's going to be okay. So I'm going to continue, continue drilling him on opening up them hips, staying low, coming forward, coming out of his breaks. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and, and that look, that that's, that's the way it is. And you know, this is, this is a league now where it, every new guy who's coming in and getting drafted as a wide receiver, as a running back or as a tight end, they're all just this much more explosive than the people before them. Right. Like that's just the era of football we're entering. Right. right. And so I want to right. talk a little bit about explosiveness because this is a word that, you know, I, I do athlete workouts as well. Nowhere near the scale that you do, you know, <laughs> I, you know, but I'm always working on explosiveness, right? I did like a dunk program and it's all about explosiveness, explosiveness, right. explosiveness, right? That's the number one word. And then you hear Matt Eberflus come in and his number one mantra, his number one thing he's looking for in players is explosiveness, right? So has that right. sort of that idea, has that changed your approach as a trainer with some of these guys? Is, hey, we got to focus a lot more on just being explosive because in my eyes, the way I see it, and you can tell me if you agree with this, explosiveness leads to speed. It's just sort of a different definition. Right. You know what I mean? You agree right. with that? Right. Well, yeah. So, so when I'm working them out, my workout's 45 minutes to an hour, but it's the pace that gets you mm -hmm. in shape. So we go through one phase, dynamic warm-up. Then you just notice we'll do the big rubber bands. That's working on the acceleration. Then yes. from there, you're going to the different cone drills. That's when you see him going, opening up, hitting. Then I might add the hurdles in there just so they can be in formality within the cone drills because I do a lot of combo training. So if you notice, I'm doing a footwork drill, 
to a cone drill, you know, or a footwork drill to explosion drill because you're not running a straight line in the game. Yes. Yep. Yes. You're damn you're right. I, I, yep. I, I posted that to my Instagram story last night. I was like, speed comes in many different forms. And and so here's a right. question for you now. And because I, I, I had this idea in my head last night as I was doing these workouts last night. And I'm like, you know, why, why do we run the 40 yard dash? Are you, would you be opposed if they abolish the 40 yard dash? I mean, I just feel like we have so many right. metrics and statistics to calculate in speed, or you can just use the eye test to see if someone's fast or not. Right. What is your value in the 40 yard dash? Do you think it's a, an accurate representation of a player's true athletic ability? Well, I, you know, the thing is you can, one, you can't substitute people that can run. That's the thing mm -hmm. about it. There's a lot of people that can make plays out there, but when you get in the NFL, <laughs> when a, the guy's running a four three four four and a person running a four six four seven, it that's just it's just not going to add up. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that you really do need. I think this is probably needs to be you know this is a fine tweaking. But I I like the forty yard dash. I think it is a good thing to have. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of so say like in high school. And not to get on that, there's a lot of guys in high school that got great film, but you don't know who they're playing against. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's like if you know if you're getting a kid from the SEC or the Big Ten, you know what type of football is being played in that conference. You know it's a fast game. You know what I mean? Not not knocking anybody else's conference. You know what I mean? The ACC got <laughs> quality guys too. You know what I mean? So, but it's just a mere fact. The speed of the game is a lot faster. So if you got a guy running a 4-4, you know what I mean? You're going to know, all right, at worst case scenario, if he if he's missing something, we can teach him. You get it? Yeah. Yep. So that's I like with, 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 with a lot of the drills, if Brisker wasn't as fast as a guy that he's going against, but guess what? He's been drilling so much, he's able to cut down his angles. So he's able to play faster to the, to the thing, just like, him making a tackle for loss. You know what I mean? Him coming up and his look at his closing speed. So that's the perfect example of him in his back pedal position. He sees it. He goes. So therefore, even if he ain't faster, he's able to cut that angle down because he's been drilling over and over and over and over. So he only got to do it for a split seconds. So it becomes natural. Yep. Absolutely right. And, and staying on the topic of him, I want to go back to something you said a couple of minutes ago. You talked about his ceiling. You said we're not even close to seeing his ceiling. In your eyes, what do you believe his ceiling is? Like, truthfully, honestly, you've trained him. You've seen him since he was in high school and seeing him develop and seeing to where he is now. Now that he's entered the league and I'm sure he's got big aspirations. He's talked about the big goals for himself. What do you believe his ceiling is? Because there's a heck of a lot of people who think he could win the Defensive Rookie of the Year award this year, right. especially after the uh, preseason game. In your right. eyes, as his trainer, what is his ceiling? His ceiling, he can, to me, I mean, the, the kid can be an all-pro. I mean, you know what I mean? He can be an all-pro and the sky's the limit, God willing. He could be the type of kid that could be a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Just his, because he has the capacity. He wants to be great. You know, you get a lot of guys that are in the NFL, and I've been around this for a while. They, they're in the NFL, and they get comfortable. You know what I mean? They like the mm -hmm. lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? But then you have guys, and I'm going to go back to Aaron, that he works like he doesn't have a dollar. You get what I mean? They, they work like they're broke. 
and Brisker has that same type of mindset where he's working like he's broken. And I'm not knocking nobody else. You know what I mean? But that's what you got to have. You know what I mean? So even though, okay, he had one, one good preseason game, the next conversation I had with him, I said, yeah, that's great. But guess what? You got a lot more to give. You know what I mean? And then after I talked to him after the game, he felt like he didn't do good. Really? Yes. What did he say? He know he, I mean, he just know he, he know there was some plays that he should have, you know, did a lot more better on. You know what I mean? And guys like that, you know that they want to be great. You get what I mean? They want to be. They want to be great. They're not satisfied, and those are the guys you want. They're not satisfied. So that's the might. Yeah. Right. When he gets to the next level of his career he's still not going to be satisfied. And I'm blessed. I got a guy like Aaron. Guess what? He just set the bar so high. So I always could be like, look, you ain't done nothing yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I could yeah. be like, even if he, even if he wins the MVP of the league, oh, Aaron got three. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't, yeah. Let him, don't let him get up. Don't let, and then, okay, you win three. Well, he got a Super Bowl. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the standard, as they say, Mike Tomlin down here, even though he's a stiller, the standard is the standard. So just, you know, I'm I somewhat I, I'm a little hard on the guys that um I train sometimes, but my goal is to push them because I want to see the most out of them. You know what I mean? Because you, you know it. Hey, there's another draft next year. Every year mm-hmm. you compete for your job, and I didn't I didn't seen it de- dealing with these NFL guys. I didn't seen guys be on teams get cut. Dwayne, can, can, I, I got to get with you. Can I train? I'm thinking they, I'm thinking the season, I'm thinking they're in the season. You know what I mean? So, and they got to stay ready. You got to stay ready at all times, at all yeah. times. And he's not complacent. He's not complacent at all. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like that MJ mentality, that Kobe mentality, right? right? You see a little bit right. of that in him? It's like that. Right. That's that's how right. you come exactly. in with exactly. So he's he, and he would, and I mean, you tagged us in a bunch of videos, and you were always right. So, what was? Tell us a little bit about the work he's putting in this offseason. I mean, was it like? Are we talking like man was in, in there all day? Well, you say you only do like uh, forty-five to hour minute training sessions, right? Because right, right. Just, so he's seeing really me, but he's seeing me two. Well, he's seeing he's seeing me two, three times a week. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the gotcha. th- stuff I do, you're hitting linear, linear, core, explosion. You're hitting everything all at once. So he's getting it in, and you know. And the, and the pace I go, it's like high intensity. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a workout. And I want to talk a little bit about Aaron Don because you know we've. I I just have a question. What is like the craziest thing you've seen him doing in work? I mean, this is one of the. It, he's one of the most freakish athletes of all time. I mean, he he has in my and I know you will say that. Would you agree? Would you say he's the most freakish um, athlete of all time? Where would you rank nah, him among I, the best athletes of I all? Right, right. I listen. It's so I'm not. I can't. I can't say that because you got to figure out, I like you got legends like Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Deion Sanders, you know what I mean? That's it's just that Aaron, and I always go back to this. He his work capacity is it's like you could put some of the best athletes in a room, but Aaron's work capacity is gonna be up there with the greatest, you know what I mean? Like Muhammad Ali's, Jerry Rice's. You get what I'm saying? Because he's proven mm-hmm. it. He's proven it. 
You know what I mean? Year in and year out. And yeah. the main thing is he's consistent. He's consistent. But people don't realize the grind. There was days where I was getting up six in the morning training this guy. You know what I mean? And then, you know, after that, he'd get a lift in. People don't realize, like, what he does, you know? Even though I post the videos, but there's other things, like, with him lifting and, and just him working. And, and he don't like being there with me one-on-one, -on -one, flipping tires and jumping over him. You think he want to do mm -hmm. all that? No. But he does it because, and like he even says, if it didn't work, I wouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, damn yeah. right, man. Damn right. Yeah. Um. So in general, you know, have you trained any other Bears players? Have you have you gotten working with any other Bears players? Uh, David Current Montgomery came. To, yeah, David Montgomery okay. got a got a session in with me. A couple sessions with me, like his transition from Iowa State. He got a couple sessions with me, David. Yep. That that's a good play to bring up because I I I think, and I don't know if you've seen the same thing if you've been watching his game. His speed has really increased the past few years, right. from what I've noticed. Like he, you know, right. he was like a four six guy coming out of college. And right. but th these past few years, like there was a couple plays where he's just run away from the defense, and we didn't see right. that in the first year. What do you make of so from working with him? What do you make of his speed and his ability to to you know increase that here in the future? Well. Well, even even that was a minute. That was a while ago. But David, right. to me, he had, he always had good feet. He always had good feet, and you could tell just being around him. He 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 he's a worker too. You know, what I mean, he wants to get better. And a lot of times, see people. A lot of times, you're not going to know about some of these skill, like some of these skill guys, until that second or third year where they're going to be at. You know what I mean? If you look mm -hmm. at through history, a lot of guys they don't hit their stride. Learn, you know what I mean? Learning the game, especially on the offensive end. Defense is a lot easier because you're on tack mode. But on the offensive end, about that third year, that's when you see most receivers hit their stride. You know what I mean? Some of the running right. backs hit their stride. And that's what you're starting to see with David Montgomery. He didn't hit, what's this, his third year or fourth year coming up? This is going to be his fourth year, I believe. Fourth year. So you start to hit, see that hit. You can see some of his stuff his first year, then getting his second year. And now he's hitting his stride, but yeah, he's a good he's a good player, great player. Yeah, he and he's yep. gonna be an asset for the defense. He can break tackles really well. Yeah, he's going to his fourth year right. was drafted in 2019, so uh, right. it's gonna be a contract year for him next year. So he's got he's got to show out for him for him this year. But you know, I like I you follow the league and you, and you know you look at all these teams and you work with them. When you look at the Bears, like you look at some of the speed players that they have. I mean, Justin Fields, one of the fastest quarterbacks right. in the league, right? Darnell Mooney, extremely fast and quick. Byron Pringle, right. quick. Like when you look at that offense, would you do you see an athletic, quick offense like I do? Right, right, right. Yeah, they got some weapons. You know, it's all about the, the you know, I mean, them maturing, you know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you figure even in that division, they got some a lot older, you know, older players on the opposite end that been together. So I, I, and with Justin, it seems like he's getting comfortable right now. So as he gets comfortable yeah. and he has his targets, they'll get into a rhythm. And I'm pretty sure with, with the pieces they got on defense, they'll be a playoff team pretty soon. You know what I mean? You know how the league is. It's it's yeah. it, the NFL by the slightest of inches in the games, a different team could get Game hot and be in the playoffs. <laughs> when, yeah, it's it's it's, it's you, you never know. You never know. Yep.
And speaking with Jaquan, you know, this is a defense that has really seen a big change this year, right? You know, Eddie Jackson's a guy that's been there. And I, I we've heard from Eddie that he's really excited to play next to Jaquan. And then, you know, the, the guy who was drafted in the same round as Jaquan, Kyler Gordon, uh, who's also just a freakish athlete. His athleticism score is in like the top echelon of cornerbacks all time coming out of the draft. Has Jaquan talked to you about, you know, him looking forward to playing with some of the, some of these other guys in the Bears defense, like an Eddie Jackson, like a Kyler Gordon, like a Roquan Smith, just, you know, knowing that it, there's a lot of other athletic quick guys. Is he looking forward right. to playing with those guys? Right, right. Definitely, definitely. I know he when, when he had mentioned it when he came back. He said, he, he said that, he said, we're going to be pretty good. You know what I mean? He said, we got a nice nucleus. He got he likes the, the team, you know, everybody around him. And he was real excited to be mm -hmm. playing with Eddie Jackson. He said basically it was the perfect spot for him. <laughs> the perfect spot going to the Bears when they when they did go. All in God's You plan. said that? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, perfect situation for him. Yep. Why why did he say that, do you think? Because he because he knew there was a lot of young talent around him, because he liked the, uh, the, the defensive philosophy of Matt Eberflus. What what do you think drove him to say that? I mean, I, I think once he got there and started being around the guys, you know, what I mean, we mm -hmm. got comfortable. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I, be I believe a lot of the defense is similar to Penn State's, some of the stuff. So, you okay. know, the transition also helped him out too, you know? So, and then Jaquan, bottom line, he's going to adjust and he's going to ball out no matter what. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've seen it. So, so do you think we're going to see – what do you think we're legitimately going to see a defensive rookie of the year in him this year? Like, like that type, like, it's hard to say that he will be that this year, but you'll, you'll think we'll see that type of talent or is it going to be a yes. little bit of a development for him? You think we'll no. see it immediately? Yes. Yes. Okay. I like him. I like him. And I like the, uh, yeah. I like that DN from Detroit. What's his name with the Michigan? Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, yeah, I like those two for the running. <laughs> that's my okay. That's my <laughs> yeah, I like for for defensive rookie of the year. But you know, my guy's gonna win it. You know what I mean? My guy's yeah. gonna win it. That's how I feel. But you know, on, right now, from what I see, you know what I mean. So what I've seen, Hutchins is a good guy, and it's crazy in the same conference too. But no, Jaquan, I truly believe he can win this thing. He can win it. Yep. But yeah. remember, yeah. the team comes first, though. You know. The individual stuff oh, yeah. all come. Yeah, the team stuff comes first. So, yeah, and, yeah. and well, I think I think honestly, if you get a, a guy like Jaquan Brisker in this defense playing really well, you're going to see a dramatic improvement to this team. I mean, this team has been lacking, you know, a true strong safety since Adrian Amos left in 2018, and a guy to pair next to Eddie Jackson who can be that center fielder. That's what he is, you know. Yeah, right, he's right. He, he's a center fielder. Let him sit back, let him do what he does best and get takeaways and get after the football. So having Jaquan right. in there as that true box safety is probably helpful for a guy like Eddie Jackson, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. You can just play ball. Yeah. Play ball. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Dwayne, this was this was awesome, man. Having you on was great. Uh, we love to get into the nitty gritty of the athleticism stuff. And if you're ever in Chicago, <laughs> we'll get you out to the, we'll get you and Jaquan out to the fields. I'll, I'll get in the cone drills with you, man. I'll do it. You know, I, here's the question: All Do right. you get in the drills sometimes? Because I see coaches in the NFL, they get in the drills <laughs> with their players. Is that you? Come on, man. No, I I can do some of the stuff, but I I generally just show it. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm, <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey. I got my T-shirt for it, as they used as it said. <laughs> I got my T-shirt for it. So I, already, I already, already know what it is. <laughs> That's right, man. That's yeah. right. All right. Well, we appreciate you having on, man. We'll keep in touch soon. All right. All right. Thank you.
All right, take care, man. Well, come on. Baby, don't you want to go? Well, come on. Baby, don't you want to go? Back to the same old place. Sweet home, Chicago. Chicago.